0: I am unashamed. What about you? So, Jace, today is your birthday.
1: It is. It, uh, I've gotten several several texts. Yeah, a
0: lot of texts. Text. No
1: phone calls because I've learned something. People, when they get 50, which I'm over 50. 50. The only people who call you are over 50. <laughs> because like somebody like you, Phil, you don't realize now a cell phone, it's not used for calling people. Like if I'm if somebody's calling me, it's spam. You're not gonna know what that means. <laughs> spam is a
0: collection of people it comes calling, trying the, to scam you, and it comes up on the phone now. So spam. when the spam, meet, spam risk, the, the spam
1: meat, they take all the parts that you would never eat, put them together, call it spam. People eat it on the phone. People call other people, usually over fifty. Because they're, the, they're the only ones going to answer the phone. But most people text. So you text each other. You use your phone for everything but a phone call. Yeah. Think about it. Oh, that's true. You get information. Yeah. You listen to all music, not just some music, all music. You have access to anything in the world. But if somebody calls you, you're almost offended because they're interrupting whatever else you were doing on the phone. Well, why would you want to talk to me? Why don't you send me a text and line it up? If I am want- a little bored.
2: On my left of my chair, <laughs> and I have little pieces of paper with phone numbers on them. But if anybody calls, I just glance at that. And if, if it's none of those numbers, you, you'll never be able to talk to me. And it it's a people. small, it's a small, but you
1: still, as a general rule, answer it's not your that phone. Of, it's not that big a board. You answer the phone because you, you're you still in the air. You know that we had a phone for what, 100 and, what 110 years before you could actually. Move away from the couch to talk. <laughs> Just think how long that is. I remember yeah. when telephones
2: so, came into existence. Well, that's what I mean.
1: that's Nobody what, that, had
2: a telephone, and then someone then it was started out party line. Ten people are on it. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, get off the line. Women <laughs> yeah. chewing you out. So I thought yeah. it was a hassle. Remember man. the remember the now? First, I I can't even describe what it is. Remember the, the first well, time you
0: got a portable phone. That you could walk around the house with. It was like, I mean, yeah. we're Cadillacing now. Well, I can walk in
2: the. I remember into the... when the remote turned the TV on, came into because <laughs> up until the end, you
0: got up. No, we no. You didn't have a four channel. No, you four, didn't get up. We were the remote. Me and Jace were the remote. I was a human. <laughs> remote. Well, now, Phil, look. <laughs> Jace's going to change this. Now you
1: had four channels, <laughs> but, one remote. Now there's one TV and four remotes. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> That's right. <I> can't <laughs> figure and out. thousands of channels. <laughs> no. That's what I'm telling you, you're missing out. See, so, there's a anyway. warp, there's
2: a time warp. You're 50, I'm 75. No,
0: I'm over 50. He's 50, yeah. more than 50. And from 51. when you were a child, 52. when you were born
2: 50 years ago, the, the, the thing that's happened in that last 50 years I can't even explain it to anybody. I said, "What in the world
1: happened?" The more disturbing thing here is that you really don't know how old I am, and you're you're my father. <laughs> well, he's
0: been saying you're getting close to fifty. So I Jason, would have
1: to admit, <laughs>
2: I didn't know today until right now. I didn't know your, today is your birthday. Yeah, I know. Look, that, so so guess what? That,
0: that's your tra- so my traditional gift to Jason's birthday is a is a case of golf balls of. Uh, 'Cause you had a hole in one last week. Well, right? I was gonna
1: tell you that was my uh birthday round because I'm here with you on my birthday. Which you, we used to for a long time. We had a tradition. We played on our birthdays.
0: Yep. Oh, when all the brothers played golf, mine Al, was the hardest because it was during duck season. It was. It's in Al
1: now has a turning. The older you get, he can no longer turn. No,
0: I got to turn. So now
1: his. he's turned into basically a mini mini putt-putt golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, I go from here to here. That's about every time Willie swings, something breaks, tears <laughs> or rips in his body. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he always had had a vibe. I've heard also. about
2: this game y'all call fun and I'm like it just doesn't seem like it was Well, any I'm going to tell you
1: why it's fun. So I have not I played one round in a month. And uh this guy that I play with so like hey, I want to take you play golf for your birthday. Which I thought that Benny's going to pay for my cart <laughs> or something. No, that just meant we showed up and he rode along with me on a round that I paid for. That's no a, no finances. Not a, that's not a gift. Yeah, I thought your gift was getting to spend four hours with him. I spent the whole round thinking of how I was gonna tell him. Should I thank him for something I could have done by myself? <laughs> so look, I I parred the first hole, borderline miraculous that I parted because I topped my drive. I sculled my second shot to part five. This sounds like my, you're hitting like, oh, wow. Yeah. I sculled my second shot down there that evaded two ponds. I then chunked the third (laughs) one that barely made it past the pond. I'm like 70 yards out. You got of down? Well, yeah. But listen to the story. So then I, I basically sculled the next shot. But I got lucky because they had uh, what does skull that, mean? That means you hit about a about six inches off the ground. You're going ra- way too fast.
0: <laughs> you, your club raises up, and so you hit it, and it just drills it. You In know. the golf world, but,
1: it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah, it's a worm burner. But they had they had uh, turned the
1: sprinklers on that morning to water <laughs> the green, and so when my ball hit where the sprinkler was, it stopped. Yeah, or oh, it had gone out of bounds. Oh, yeah. So now I got about a forty footer for par. And I drained it. I made the 40-foot putt. So I thought, no. Okay, because all you need... And, and yeah, I thought, maybe it is a birthday round. So we go to the next hole, which is a par three. 155. It's embarrassing that I'm hitting a seven iron. But it was into the, the win. Because <laughs> usually, you know, people hit a shorter club. So I teed the ball up. And I hit it. And I was mad because I didn't hit one good shot on the first hole. So I kind of just concentrated... Took the swing, hit it dead flush. I looked up. It was headed to where I was going. So I was like, that's what I was more like. I finally got okay, good swing. Yeah. This is what I came here to do. I'm picking the tee up. I'm walking back to the cart. Ball's still in the air. And my buddy, who supposedly was taking me on the golf round, <laughs> says that may go in. Well, when he said that, I, I looked. And it bounced in front of the pen. A little trickle. Disappeared. But. I'd like to say that I enjoyed it more, but I was still angry of how I played the first <laughs> hole. I thought, I'm not going to jump up and down by doing what I was supposed to be doing. So I was like, yep. Happy birthday, Jay! I noticed,
2: <laughs> evidently, golf is a game with many emotional ups and downs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it
0: is. Because when I hear
2: y'all talk about it, it tells me that's you were wise not to have a fool with that crap.
1: <laughs> well, I'm preaching sure out. What I've noticed is the older you get, the more balls you need. That's right. That's you, why, you, that's you, why you, we give you each lose. other yeah. balls on a birthday. And look, those balls cost about $5 a piece. Whoever's doing that. That's
0: what you need to get into. Jay sent me a a text and and his boys right after that happened. And he had a picture of the scorecard and said, that just happened. I saw that one. So
2: it's the kind of game, just from what I hear y'all talking about it, that uh, unless you're good,
0: I mean, being good really helps the emotional level. Just, Just being good at it. It does. But the problem is even the good, even the pros even that they're so much better than us, but they're still chasing the perfect. Right? Golf is a game you never feel fully satisfied that's because I, I'm, And so you just have a like, maybe if you have the round of your life, well then you got to come back and play another round. So it's just it never ends. It's a pursuit. Is is why I think people like the game. It's probably
1: top ten the dumbest, pursuit of perfection. It is, is it's tough. top ten dumbest things we humans ever came <laughs> up with. Is. That I actually I wasn't do. going to
0: say that, but. <laughs> I thought, oh. but I, but we enjoy it. Let, and, and, I mean, I've got
1: an idea. Let's go dig eighteen holes <laughs> and try to put a round object in it,
0: and <laughs> it, and whoever does it in the fewer strokes, we'll call him great. Yeah. So, Jason, yeah. what's interesting is your your birthday uh, is August sixteenth. Is also well, one of the things that's memorable. Memorable about it is eight years after your birthday. Are we going to bring this up? Oh yeah, Elvis died on yep. Jason's birthday. August the sixteenth. If
1: I did go to counseling, (laughs) it would go back. So it
2: it turned out to be a somber day.
1: Do you remember the? You still remember the day Granny told it? I remember the day the party died. (laughs) Here's all the gifts. We're all fixed to eat, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, Elvis just died." And when I'm saying the party died with it. I don't know where everybody went, <laughs> but they left there. <laughs> and now every year after that, for about ten years, which is the reason my it would my be the died, anniversary of was Elvis. Was so difficult. We can't celebrate your
0: birthday because everybody's crying because Elvis died. Because our family was big Elvis fans. That's right. And so, gra- and Granny's the one that told us that day. So I had to bring it up because I don't know if we talked about I it. I actually
2: like, may be one of the few that actually saw Elvis Presley perform.
0: Yeah, when, really? were, when I hadn't heard of story. Shreveport,
2: Louisiana, the Louisiana, Louisiana Hayride. Hayride. And that was in and, his early days. And you went? I actually, as about a eight-year-old, 10.
1: Oh, I was fixing to say, was there any drinking involved? But that was before no, you no, started. No, this no, this was
2: just watching the chicks jump up and down and go nuts. <laughs> and my kinfolks, the females, uh, they had this thing. They were like taking napkins and wiping the dust off of Elvis's Cadillac. And they 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 kept that as a memoir for years. <laughs> well, you the got dust some, off of his off his Cadillac. You got some weird. I was just looking around, saying, "What what what? I'm lost in." So a world. one of one of
0: our good friends, uh, Rhonda, uh, who we've known forever and helped lead him to Christ, she when she was a little girl, Elvis came to Monroe, and he was performing at the Civic Center, and at the end, he would like take these scars off and throw them out in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Well, she was there on the front row. And so he took his scarf off and he went to hand it to her where some woman comes up and grabs it away from Rhonda. And she's Did a, she ever get over it? She was a little girl. Well, listen to the rest of the story. So he pulls her up on stage when this woman took the thing. Cause like you said, they're snatching and grabbing. And he takes his necklace, one of his necklaces he wore, you know, gold necklace and puts it over her neck. I mean the crowd goes wild, you know, and she goes back out to her mom. Was well, she's had that her whole life? Oh, I thought she was going to say she walked to the vehicle and somebody <laughs> no uh, robbed her and <laughs> no, she had it her whole life. But she's always had a dream of having her own restaurant. So just within the last few years, I and mean, that thing's worth a lot of money. One is the story of it yeah. that it was actually his and it's chronicled because there's a picture of her on that stage that was in the newspaper with that around her neck. But she sold it. So she could start a restaurant. So I thought I mean, it was pretty. She, she much did well. Story. The price, yeah. Well, she waited forty years, you know, before she sold it. So you know, see, it shows you how
1: humanity is. I I never listened to Elvis after that because it was always known to me as the guy who ruined my birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was called I mean, America. I was a kid. I was yeah. like
1: eight years old. Yeah, I was like whoever I, Elvis is. I fan. don't. I don't like
0: him anymore. <laughs> I
2: remember his performance, and all I can say is a lot of gyration, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of. Lot so
0: you'll, so you'll find this interesting. So this past weekend, I'm, I'm down in the Southern Lair, actually on Friday and I'm standing in line and waiting to check out at, at, Rouse's at the supermarket. And I'm just looking over and I, the tabloids are always right there by the, where you check out. And so I just, it catches my eye that they got Elvis on there. Of course, they're about to celebrate Jason's birthday and his passing 44 mm-hmm. years now. And I look there, and I'm reading that you know they found the person that caused Elvis's death. You know, somebody he was a secret in love with, whatever. You know, tabloid. So I'm like, huh, look at that. And then I look up in the corner of the tabloid, and there's a picture of Dad. Uh, and I thought, oh boy. <laughs> and I it was, bet. I bet that was a story. <laughs> it was Dad and Phyllis, and it said feud over fifteen million dollar fortune. Love child gets her cut. Uh-oh. You know, that was that was the title of the thing. So then I look at it, and it was just like this one that came out of you. And I'm not mentioning the tabloid because I don't want y'all to buy it. But because well, it's they it, can Google it in well, seconds. they can. But look, let me I just want to mention it because it's all a bunch of bull. But they just make up stuff is what gets me. But Jace, the bad thing about these, these tabloid articles Dad and Phyllis are coming off looking fine. It's like they love each other, and Dad's glad to have her. The villains are us. Oh, I'm the villain. <laughs> You're the villain, and me. Who knew? You know, because we, you know, we're they made now. Mom, they threw her under the bus. They're like, yeah, they she's getting all their money. Blah blah blah. And if I get back on TV again, this is all going to start. again. So they weren't again. ripping me. Out. No, they were like they talked good about you. Really, they, they said. And it's funny because it lets me know that somebody's listening to our podcast or whatever because the stuff they were quoting from you, stuff was actually said that, you know, you've enjoyed getting to know her, or stuff like that, stuff we've talked about. But with us, they were like, oh, those kids, they're moody and... You know they don't want her to have any money, and it was just a bunch of bull. You For know? the past well, am six am or moody. seven, about six <laughs> or
2: seven years, that's
0: what Mom said. Mom said, "Well, one of them is moody." Well,
2: moody. <laughs> the last six to seven years, about seven years, I have to confess to uh, our audience that I haven't been shopping
0: in a store at any time at any. <laughs> you You wouldn't find the tabloid, would you? Unless i brought, no. but I brought it to Dad today. Let's no. Let's take a break. So we talk about not having fear, but there are people out there, I don't know if you know this, Jace, that really, really want to steal your home. I mean, I don't want to make you afraid because we say fear not. We're talking about not being fearful, but there are some Mm -hmm. insidious cyber thieves out there that want to steal your home, and especially the equity that you have in your home. So, you know, we've talked about people inventing ways of doing evil, and certainly this is one of them. But they go in and they steal your home title that's online, forge your signature, stating that you sold your home, and then they take out loans using your equity. So that's kind of the scam that they have going. You're not covered by insurance, your bank, or even common identity theft programs. So you need something to help you in Home Title Lock, which is one of our longtime sponsors, will help you protect your most valuable asset. You go there, hometitlelock.com, register your address, Make sure you're not already a victim, and you're going to receive a complete title history of your home, which is a hundred dollar value. You get that for free uh, because your listeners do it here on Unashamed. So it's hometitlelock.com. Register your address. Make sure that you still own your home.
2: I missed all that.
0: Yeah, I wanted to bring up it so you could see it. But anyway, yeah. look, by the way, we laugh about it because people are going to make stuff up about you. It's just the way it is. All right. So I want to mention something, Jace, on a past. A podcast. I've been meaning to bring this up. I forgot about it last week.
1: Oh, I haven't. Because <laughs> this is what happens when you get our wives, number one,
0: on the podcast. Which, by the way, our audience, at least most of the people I've been hearing from, love it when our wives are on the podcast. But they, they do? They do. And so you were gone. You were doing Dusty Hill's eulogy, you and Willie. Yep. So in your absence, we talked I'd about I'd love this. to see how Al's fixed the wiggle out of this. So we had we had Missy and Lisa on. So we get at the end of the podcast and we start talking about and Missy wanted to talk about this by the way. She wanted to talk about it, and I didn't want to talk about so it. About names for Jason, grandparent names. Cause you know, Reed and Brighton are having grandparent names. Names. What they're going to Phil, be called. about. I'm fixed to be a grand I'm I'm fifty-two <laughs> and I'm fixed to be a grand grandparent. Yeah, read and brighton so Now it.
1: you're up on the latest events. That's right. So you
2: but, are the you're you're entering the papal
1: zone. Well, that was what the debate was over, Missy. What my to love call wife, you? What to call you? What she, she said, "What do you want people to call you?" Now look, well, I can't stand. <laughs> well, take
2: us. the advice. So what do they call <laughs> what, me?
1: No, no, we've already <laughs> gone through this. We're not looking for those names. I gave her the name, and she asked. This is kind of like when somebody asks you to do a favor and then you don't do it, then they're mad. This is what happened. Cause she said, "What name do you want to be called?" I thought about it for a second. She had no idea what I was fixed to say, and I said, "Rock, <laughs> rock, 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 not rock on, rock, not the I, rock." I said, rock. "Rock." The the
0: problem happened when Al, because then, All right. So so before you say something, so Dad, if I said to you, "There's here's a saying, dumb as a what would you put in that line? Dumb as a dumb as an ox." <laughs> okay, Al. I think we've proven my point. Okay, so, so there's also a saying "dumb as a rock," "dumb as a bag of hammers." There's a lot of different dumb. Here's things. what happened, Phil. When
1: Al Al said, "What are you going to be called?" "Dumb as a," and I
0: all I heard was a dumb donkey. <laughs> he thought. You I, follow me. All I, I, three I, of them, including Josh, our engineer, thought I said. Oh, as in dumb, A star, star. But I was saying dumb as A. But there's a lot of people out there who (laughs) thought, well, we did. And look, (laughs) I didn't think. I thought, but well, I didn't think anything about it because I, I didn't say that. So, like, they all reacted strongly. I thought they were laughing at
1: my. I job. thought Al was calling me that, and I thought Al has had a midlife <laughs> breakdown. I really thought our that. cousin Lulu thought I, the I same. Said, thing. This is the well, first you
2: could get the King James version of the Bible, and you could you could. I mean, in the grand, you could biblically <laughs> say dumb. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now it's been said. It's well, biblical. Now it's been said. King so James version.
2: A lot of people say live or die by the King yeah, James Phil, version. He was. I he didn't was say not bad He was answer. not saying that.
1: And so I, I, I showed don't. a Jewish
2: guy <laughs> over there and uh, over there and uh, told y'all this was a bad idea. I showed a Jewish guy when Ishmael uh, was born. And he yeah. said, he will be a wild, the King James Version said, a wild ass of a man. That's what it says. Yeah. And the, but in the NIV, it says wild donkey, donkey. of a man. Well, right. But when I showed him, he was reading from the King James, and I was reading from the NIV, a Jewish guy. I was just showing him the background of Ishmael. Both of them came from Abraham. So he was like, I've never seen that before. I said, he will live a, a wild ass of a man, and he will live in hostility toward all his brothers.
1: And then you said King James his, Version and winked at him.
2: Well, his sons, it said the same thing. They, they were full of trouble, and they were all yeah. wild donkeys of men. As well, I
1: technically, Al was right because he didn't say that I thought he did, and I thought people are going to be offended because there's a lot of people out there who are they're it's like this is your first beeping <laughs> opportunity on the podcast. That's you know right. where they put the little beep
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it would be would be uh I think it would be a little crude. Yeah. To, to use that terminology well, trust for, me, Jace, your, for a grandfather. Be. But Jace, he
0: wasn't using it, but I thought he was. Yeah, it was So a, I thought, well, And then gonna. I, then I, once they told me what they thought I said, when I played it back in my mind, I thought, Oh, I see how that sounded like that. Well, yeah. I will
2: say this, Jace, as far as your lifestyle is concerned, and any uh, upcoming grandfathers who find out that information on their birthday, they good night. I'm fixing to be a, I noticed that two things stand out about, about, Grandfathers, grand, which means grand. I mean, <laughs> and also it means then you have a, you have another child from that group, and it's great grandfather That's right. So it's great. great, great, and grand are put together. I'm not quite sure why the human race decided to call. Each other great and grand when they get fifty years on it. because them. it's worthy of note because it's awesome oh, and every
0: generation you add is another great okay because think oh, about what's better it than you, you look great across and grand. the
2: spectrum and great great I'm looking at all of our siblings that came from y'all you Jace Willie yep and Al and, and Phyllis and uh, Jeppa. I'm looking at that whole group and it's turning into a a large group that are now into not only grandfather, it's great grandfather, and moving into the, if you last long enough, what we are doing, now I'm
0: great, great grandfather. Well, I've got a 15 and a 13-year-old granddaughter, so there's a good chance if you hang around for 10 more years, <laughs> you will be a great, great grandfather. You'll right. be a double great.
2: So why is it that term of endearment, why is that attached to to you when you get 50-plus? Like Jason just it, entering... I'm on down the way. Twenty five years.
0: It's an accomplishment. It's a survival. Maybe, maybe that's what you it is. you survived generations, and your progeny. You're able to maybe watch, that's it. You're able to watch things happen. He's still here. That's right. I mean, it's just saying he's, <laughs> he's. It's a great thing. So, Jace, our uh, our unashamed audience, because Missy asked him to, has weighed in on some names that they think you and Missy should consider. Oh and, so, Whoa. and so I think this is, I want to get dad's reaction on some of these. Is this is any profane language? No, thinking? no profane. We've no. already, we've I'll, already covered that. And I'll, by the way, Jess, I'll make a pledge. I'll never call you that a dumb, a star, star, uh, ever. Uh, Yeah, at least least in front of us. I thought you were having a midlife crisis. I think that's
2: too crude for a family
0: structure to to call you that. I wouldn't do that. Well, not to your your face. You
1: see, I thought he did because I wasn't familiar (laughs) with that saying. I had never heard You have to remember, I'm feeling dumb as an ox.
2: (laughs) I just felt on your birthday and your explanation of what they going to call you, I just entered a zone where. you know, I, I'm like... Uh, You're not an expert? I, I've been here a long time. That's what I'm
0: trying to say. I'm, I'm lucky All to right, be right. here. All right, so here's the first one from Lynn. pee and cha-cha. A little too yuppie for me, okay. but... Here's Papa Rock and Big Mama.
1: Well, I, I like that, because I'm... Uh, Missy's going
0: to love Big Mama.
2: Only if Grandma was getting a little heavy in her <laughs> feelings. Right, that won't work. Here's, no, it won't work.
0: Here's a funny one uh, from Robin. Missy should be Lolly and Jace be Pops. I like that. Lolly and Pops. Kind you know, of kind of silly. <laughs> well, then you're gonna love this one, Dad, from Jennifer. Fuzzy and Muzzy.
2: Hey, fuzzy.
0: <laughs> I do like she did give an alternative, which is pretty good, Jace. You'll like this one. Duck and Birdie.
2: What about that?
0: Duck and there Birdie. There comes old Duck Jace. That's pretty good. Jay okay. slime, Jay's duck. A lot Jay's of them just said man. traditional Mama papaw. A lot of them said that. This is a good one. Uh, Missy, I like this one from Tammy. Missy should consider honey because she's sweet. Jay should be called bam, bam. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. bam, bam. I like it. All right. That's pretty good. Papa Jay, grand miss. Okay. Uh, Papa nanny, most of these. Honey and the rock. There's another honey. But right. look, I noticed Rock is So why some is traction.
2: it, while well, we're throwing around names, why is it, uh, you can give the audience this, why is it you call me Dad and
0: Jace calls me Phil? Because they're weird. He and Willie both are strange people.
2: Because two of you call me Dad, two of you call me... Right.
0: By your first name. Yeah, We've me. talked about it before. We think it's because we used to run a business and they used to answer the phone. No, I say it's just because they're strange. I think
1: when we were at that critical age of whatever three to six, because that's where they say these these psychologists they say pretty much when you get six, it's over. You know, well you you've figured out whatever you're going to do. Well, that was the most tumultuous time of your life. (sighs) Up to six. When I was six years old, you were you know just. Acting like a crazy wild man, <laughs> and so I think we just thought, you know what? That's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I really think and, that. And Willie followed your lead. Let's he followed my lead. the 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 dad and son. Yeah, what,
2: we that, just that like, was that was he's you know old Phil. Yeah, it I
0: just know. was like old oh, Phil. Uh, maybe. So. <laughs> uh, let's let's take another break. So we've been talking about phones. Uh, Off camera, one of of our sponsors is a company called Patriot Mobile, and they provide a a cell phone coverage. And they're a little bit different from the major carriers in the sense that they're very pro-American, pro-family, pro-Christian value. And that's one of their calling cards because so many of the big names are obviously not when you see who they contribute to. So they give you an opportunity. If you don't want to send your money to those guys, you can go with these guys. It's a 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They have the highest rating among wireless carriers, which is important. Uh, and like I said, they share your values, the Constitution, sanctity of Sanctity of Life, veterans, and first responders. So if you want to check these guys out and you're thinking about making the switch, go to patriotmobile.com Phil, or you can call them 972-PATRIOT- you get free activation with the offer code FILL. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. So support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your traditional family values. PatriotMobile.com slash Phil. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Phil or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Well, you know, it could have been. I really think that. It could have yeah. been. Yeah. And then, and like, but then they always did. But then you're right. I don't understand. I always called you mom and dad. I never called you by your first name. Well, when Unless they said, well,
1: because well, when somebody said, when I was six years old and they said, dad's coming, I ran. So I, it, <laughs> well, was, there it wasn't, wasn't a
2: favorable any, view. There, there, were, there was no chastisement uh, associated with what I was called. That I, We just let it ride, you know? Yeah. Well, so y'all I, did. I, if I'd have been like a kind of emotionally disturbed individual, I would have made a point out of that,
0: problem. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You but didn't Phil seem to would, mind. Phil
2: would do it. Uh, that's, that's my name.
0: Yeah. Which well, a lot of people they're like, "What's well, a respect?" Well, eh? they felt like but... you were. It was they were disrespecting you yeah. by calling you by your first name. Yeah. But that's just how we were raised. If you go yeah. up north, they think it's disrespect. But same ma'am and Sir, and but Jason like
2: or R. Willie, as a kid, nor you, um, none of y'all ever ever uh, was. Uh, what's what you call it? This you were never disruptive over yeah, belligerent no. well it's belligerent. people no, who make this point we were that, very respectful.
1: it's kind of like people who go to church and they argue about you know what the names of god or what you're going to call them and then you go out there and live like the devil <laughs> yeah well you know what what you're calling the guy the you know i don't mean the guys <laughs> in right disrespectful i'm making my point here that if you're not respecting him in your life. Because that we never disrespected you not in once. our life. Not once. So what we called you, I think we we learned that. I mean, I actually
0: think, and that's a think good that that was true. That's we, a good point because like we may have done things, especially me, to that was disrespectful in our lifestyle towards who you were is it was not very honoring. But when you think about it, there are two different commandments, you know, in the Ten Commandments and when God gave the law to the Jews. That dealt with how you respected him sure and your parents. Sure. Did. I mean, he said, Don't misuse my name. And yeah. then he said, Honor your father and mother. So out of the top 10, two of them deal with this very subject, which means I mean, I actually it, think because our childhood
1: was traumatic, you know, I, I think it was a contributing factor. It, it We moved during that time. And, you know, you were, even when you came to the Lord, it was a little bumpy there. For, you know, it was yeah. just a because I look back, I was just scared to death of. Just like get out of it. Go do your own thing kind of.
0: And I was more because I experienced more. I was more just happy and joyful that like. But you were older. Right. That's what I'm saying. I was almost 11. But I I had I was just like, he's back and we got a better life. You know, things are better. And I was more in tune with mom than Jace was because he was younger. Like the hard parts for her. So that's why I think I was so overjoyed about it. So I mean, I still remember. You know, you you talk about things you remember. I still remember clearly the day you pulled up in in the apartment parking lot. I remember it clearly. So Mm -hmm. if you have a memory like that that stands out, and I'm only you know that was 45 years ago, I can remember the TV in the back. What? That's why I
1: brought up the age. (coughs) They say that you're you're from from when you're that age. Like if you take a kid and put them in a real difficult situation from three to six you're gonna have trouble that it that whatever when all the the brain is getting all lined out there so that's probably
2: what commandment five is all about
1: that's right you know that's exactly right i mean that's what i've always thought but i never
0: kind of shared it because i thought well i may be wrong but so it's it's interesting now and and phyllis who we've now (laughs) only known for a year and a half last night she and tony were at our house and she got her first uh, asked to, to come and share, you know, her story. And uh, so she's kind of working through it. But so she was asking me to give her some ideas about it. And, that, you know, so we were kind of walking through her life. And it was really interesting because hearing her talk about it, even though we now met her for the first time when she was 44 years old, God's hand had right. been on her her whole life protecting her. Yep. You know, without really her being able, I mean, she should, a lot of more bad things should have happened to Phyllis, and yet it didn't because of her setting, because she basically raised herself, you know, yep. and it was really interesting to hear her talk about it and sort of put that together in a, where she can tell her life story. Obviously now it's, you know, she's built more to the end, but I just thought, you know, the the hand of God being present. And when you can look back in your life and recognize it and notice, just like you, dad, I mean, you had those 10 years a lot of bad stuff could have happened. You could have been killed. Oh, you yeah. could have died in a fiery crash. Oh, I mean, yeah. a hunting accident. I mean, you were a, you were in a position where a lot of bad stuff could happen. But but even though you weren't living for God, somehow still you survived it all. To then I came
2: close God. to death
0: multiple times, multiple times, and yet here you are. You know, still doing what you do, which I think is amazing. So la- I'll mention two more of these, Jace, and then we'll move on. Uh, cause this one I thought was pretty funny from Amy, uh, goob and Gigi. You would be, <laughs> you would be goob, I guess. Yeah, I guess you thought that was, so pe- I thought that was so pretty funny. So people are actually <laughs> calling each other these names. I guess so. There's some, some well, more.
1: Gigi was Missy's grandma. That's what they called her. And
0: so another one had Gigi and Paul, which I thought yeah. was pretty good. So,
1: but that's what the.
0: So take I was those trying, to Missy. I was trying take to. Take those to Missy and tell her that. I was trying to be different. And I thought rock, there was a lot of meanings there. I kind of like the more it, you know, I, I was laughing about it when you said it, but the more I thought about, it, I kind of like that. You ought to ask Missy what
1: she thinks. <laughs> oh boy, she's like, so we, because we were in two different vehicles. So we go home. I walk in. She's like, rock, really? <laughs> so, and, so and she, you didn't 30, even thirty minutes to think about it, when she left, her. I said. You're still thinking, but you don't ask the question if you don't want to hear the answer.
2: So, how it, has it impacted your wife, which is mammal now, mom? Ma She's loving it.
1: She's excited, and there's no, because to me, it So, when's a,
2: the baby due?
1: Well, Bad question, Phil, because I can't remember. Well, the, you got about fall. a
2: nine-month window. I mean, is it yeah. on the sixth month, the third month?
1: Don't know exactly off the top Jay's of my head. Well, it's nine months. Most for when children she first Jay found stay
2: out. in the womb for nine months. So,
0: Which, Dad, how about this? The fall, oh, somewhere fall. in the fall, somewhere in the fall. Which I noticed, Brighton wasn't here. Was she working, or was she? Was she here? Did she come this weekend? She didn't. Okay. But she was okay. because she was working. So I she's guess, beginning
2: fine. to waddle. The last time I say it, so she yeah. To, get the stage. Yeah. yeah to get the waddling Yeah, get
1: the waddle look. Well, yeah. Yeah, she looks great.
0: Though. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, I'm excited for them. They're, they're going to do so well with it. But it really is. It's a life changer, Jace, because it once you get into the – I mean, you're already kind of experiencing it. Of course, you still have a teenage daughter. But with my kids, like when they started got married and started having kids, I realized that dad is always like our overarching patriarch, but now I'm a patriarch. Yep. Like once I get a third generation, they're looking to me to be that sort of leader of this group. That's right. That,
2: that, that, that. That chin of yours—it's white, whiter. That's right,
0: exactly right, getting whiter yeah. every day.
2: Jason, you're you're following what? there. You're, yours is beginning to turn gray. I knew you would point that. You know out. what? I can't uh, believe. I, I can't think... believe that all this has happened this quickly. It seems fast oh, now. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Like, well, because you are where you are. I mean, everything seems fast where you are because you look back, you have more memories. That's right. why I say, Murray, who I meditate with a lot, I was like, the only thing he has left is history because he do not want to look ahead. He's like, boy, that's fast, because he's, <laughs> he's looking where he's been. Right. You know, all it's ahead. like, well, that's all over.
2: By the way, we're the same age, Murray and I.
1: Yeah, so, well, let's, that's why I was bringing it up. Let's take Please.
0: another break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it goes by fast. That's exactly the point of it, mm-hmm. but but you still remember those things. I mean, I'm just going back in my mind, 45, 50 years ago, you were telling a story on one of the four, last couple of podcasts about remembering what a... What a break looked like, you know, a prairie, oh, yeah. a prairie, duck prairie. Yep. From and that was over fifty years ago. Oh yeah. Which you still never forgot. I was about
2: twenty-two.
0: Yeah, and yet, it, man, it does go by fast, which kind of makes you wonder and think about eternity, with the idea of what will it be like without the passing of time. Yeah. Because we're so locked into it on Earth. What a
2: great thought, though.
0: It is. I mean, well, it just it. But it is. That is the thought. Right.
1: Outside it's talking about living in the present, if you don't have time, that is that that it's you're just you that's why Jesus said, I am right. You're like, What?
0: <laughs> 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 but I want to figure out what that means. That's exactly right, which is important. Why we always live for that that purpose.
1: Well, I love you the story, I love the story where they tried to trap him. I think it's Matthew 20 off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but where they're like, well, now let's just, they took the Jewish law, and they got a woman here, been married seven times, because in their list of laws, which is frightening, if something happened to your husband, you had to marry the guy's brother, whether you like it or not. Yep. You're up, next man up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, That was Jewish man, law. We, we come up with these laws, so they're like trying to trap Jesus, like not the resurrection, so they're like, we believe in the resurrection, but we believe more strongly because based on what they said in this Jewish law. Right. <laughs> but whose whose wife? You know, we're gonna live forever. But who, whose wife is she gonna be? She she's done this seven times. But his answer, which he didn't really give them the answer they were looking for, but he he did say, "You're ignorant and you don't understand the power of God." <laughs> And he quickly did that, which makes me think that it's going to be a lot easier, an an easier adjustment
0: than we think. He's like, "There, the power of God will take care of that." Well, that's that's always my point when people, because people want us to talk about it more on the podcast. And somebody asked recently, "Why don't y'all ever talk about heaven more?" And I was like, "Well, because the Bible doesn't deal a lot with it." I mean, we know we know it is an entity; it is something there. But it doesn't say a lot because we really can't comprehend it very well. Because it's not about the place. It's that's, not about right. the place. Right. Now, now
1: people get, oh man, they hate it when I go down this road. <laughs> but it's like I've used this illustration thousands of times. But I got it from the Bible. It. If you're going on a trip, what is the most important thing? You now,
2: where are you know where you're
1: going. No, but but your first reaction is always that where where are we going? Where are we going? It's actually not. It's who you're going with because that makes all the difference in the world. You can go to the greatest place on earth with, a with terrible the person. worst person. And guess what? By the time you get there, It'd be terrible. you don't care. This is not great. This is horrible.
2: Where's that Bible verse? <laughs>
0: well, I'll well, look
1: at uh, stuff. No. All right. The Bible verse is in John 14. So he says, just Hang with me here for a second. He's like, that one, <laughs> one of the most famous quoted verses, especially at funerals, yep. and they missed the entire point, <laughs> and they continue today. I'm sure there's a funeral somewhere today <laughs> where there's a guy quoting John 14. And we Well, that be, happens a lot, the, the in the verses. It, for sure. it's well, in a room full of Thomases, this is what happens. He says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust in me. I mean, that's where we should just stop, because that's my point. If you're with God and with with Jesus, doesn't matter where you're going. But he opened it up saying, but in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And so if people talk about this place, what it is and where they go to Revelation. And is say, it a real house? Here's it's a floating square full of rooms. that goes out through space and. I mean, don't grin, cause people actually that I respect teach that.
0: Oh, it's yeah. gonna
2: Before, drop
1: down and pick you up.
2: I've heard gonna, the big apartment
0: complex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so look, if I go look like a board cube landing on earth. After I
2: heard it, Jay, I said, I'm not so sure having such a great place. <laughs> so he's <laughs> you know, streets of gold, like that's gonna do you some good.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: It's just so it's ridiculous. like New York
1: City, just dressed up a little more. <laughs> look, and they got Peter up there at the gate. I'm like, wait a minute. That gate was for the spirit to fall. Does the door to the church? You you can get in on the. They, he's they, already opened the gate. No, he's still up there. <laughs> he's been waiting two thousand years at the gate. You know his hair's getting longer. And, and we got a street to go. I mean, I'm making fun of it, but I just think if the the point's best based on this. So he says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Now, I'm just going to stop here and because everybody talks about the place here because they're like, well, that's what he was talking about. Just look in these three verses. How many times did he mention I or me or my? I mean, I'll let y'all count a lot. Mm-hmm. As in every other word. Yep. So Thomas said, just like we do when we hear the preacher, well, well, well Lord, well, we don't know where you're going he's he all he got out of that was where right so how can we know the way we need to know where we're going and <laughs> need a roadmap how how that's all so jesus answered i think the most famous quote of all jesus quotes i am the way the truth the life no one comes to the father except through me. What happened to this place stuff? Mm-hmm. He wasn't talking about the place anymore. He's, I, you're looking at him. So to me, that's the point is you're going to go and be where I am. We're all going to be together. I mean, if you go to look, look, look what he says in uh, John 14 in verse 23. It's kind of the opposite. He said, Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he'll obey my teaching. My father will love it. We'll come to him and we'll make our home with him. Well, we'll just move the home. Now, what kind of home is that? What was he referring to, Jace? What What exactly were the dimensions of the yeah, what, home? What is the home? Where is that going to take place? <clears throat> no, the home is where the, the entities are. Me, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. That is the home. Now, you can call it heaven, earth, somewhere in between, somewhere beyond. So I think that was his point. It, take, it, it's who you're with. Let's take our last break. It's not describable. I think it's who you're with and for how long. But did, so think: if you're with God forever, do you really need to know the details of the landscape on this side of it?
2: Peter gave us a little insight, probably when he said, "We're looking forward to new heavens and a new earth." Yeah. Whatever, and what does that whatever, mean? Whatever that. Well, whatever. that's what I'm saying. Right.
0: I don't know. Well, Paul also said that I. But it's better than the one you have now. Well, I also, said, also said in First Corinthians, I went to a place in my. I'm not sure if I was in my mind, out of my mind. I just, but I saw things too indescribable to yeah. ta- to talk to you about. It. Well, y'all some can read. Y'all can some, some. rebut. Do you want to rebut, my – You said where's the verse? I don't. I, I think that's. A, I have no rebuttal to that. I think you're exactly right. Because to your point, right before that, in John thirteen thirty six, Simon said, "Where are you going?" to set yeah, that and up it, we're know, not this. throwing those disciples under the
1: bus because we did the same thing sure where so and
2: their what human mind cannot contemplate now what's in
1: store which
0: it's to my so. point that's why we don't talk a lot about it because that's about all you can talk about that's I mean, right but, but that's al
1: there are churches pontificating oh, on
0: this at nauseum yeah
1: and that's oh, all I and i mean done. i've heard just, uh, just this past sunday a guy got it was not a church but like we were together. Yeah. Then we go out to our place because yeah. we had the thing. Yeah, honored. Uh Yeah. And so, well, this guy gets up and starts pontificating on what heaven's gonna be like. Well, the first problem that I had because I'm trying to be open minded, I'm trying to listen. But the first problem I had, he said, I want to quote to you from Revelations, and I thought, oh boy, <laughs> because when I hear, the, he added that s on when there. I hear the plural <laughs> version, this is one of my pet peeves, that a lot. When I hear that plural version of revelations, because I always go over there and check and see if it's changed in 50 years, because I'm looking, I'm saying where, let me, nope, no, there's no S. It's, it's because he says, this is the revelation of Jesus in the first three verses. It's his, it's not yours. It's not a revelation as part of the revelations that you're, Fixed the pontificate on what heaven is like, which is exactly what he did. And I thought, after this was over, after he finished, I thought, how would you ever prove that? I mean, it was stuff I had never heard before. What we're going to do, how long we're going to do it, who we're going to
0: do it with, craziest stuff I've ever heard. And guess what? He may be right,
1: but I don't think that's the point.
0: Right. And we, taught, we started this talking about the idea of, being a great-great-grandfather, having generations go out, which is why when you read the Old Testament, you don't read much about the resurrection, heaven, any of that stuff is in the Old it's, You don't even start reading about it until Jesus got here. Yep. Very little, you know, prophetically about it. And the reason why is because in their minds, you lived through your progeny you know the the idea you had sons that then had other sons that then had other sons so their whole system was built on that idea and so that's how they imagined living on which is why you read abraham's story it was so important to have an heir because he was like i mean god you tell me you had all these blessings but i don't even have a son how, how is this going to happen he couldn't he, he had a hard time reasoning to that so that's the yeah. idea now but you come along in the first century and you said the Sadducees and the Pharisees, but the two leading sects of leadership, only half of them believed in the resurrection at all. So That's it was right. a fairly new thing for them. So what was ironic was that here comes Jesus along. He's about to experience the resurrection yeah. for all eternity. So it's really interesting to me when you study that history of to see how easy it is to miss. But it's why well, you don't see much about heaven in the Old Testament. And I'm
1: for imagining. You know that verse says, God can do all we ask or imagine? The fact that he's spirit led to write that it's okay to imagine, and and I told you about that show I was watching. I mean, it's a worldly production. They they're taking the most remote sites, wilderness, and the animals. And the name of the show is Eden. I think it's it's coming from England, yeah, right? And I, I I like watching that because I like seeing things without any human involvement or impairment whatsoever. It's interesting, and I mean there's trying to show it friendly but it's basically the food chain i mean everything's chasing everything else and but you're they have a lot of interesting things. but so why as a believer that this is the evidence that there's a god you're looking at creation they just found a place that we we haven't done anything to but i'm like well when i imagine where we're gonna live or how long if i see what he can do with just a ball in a in a galaxy in a universe that's so big we're just looking at one little ball that we're on with all this detail so i i let my mind imagine oh we're we're gonna have a lot of fun and enjoyment and wow because just that power of being able to create all these things is the most amazing thing that i can even imagine and i'm seeing it it's hard to wrap my head around so I'm sure. What you don't?
2: It's it, a big universe out there.
1: You don't think that if He's bigger than the universe, that we're not going to figure out a cool place to hang out? <laughs> oh, what are you talking
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, yeah, and you're right. The the wherever Jesus is, is where you find something good. I just and, like so that. Wherever that. Jesus is, is, is is the point.
1: Yeah. If you're there, you made it. <laughs> You will be wild beyond your wildest dreams.
0: And there's a certain amount of truth to your, I liked your analogy that when you go on a trip, who you go with does make the trip. I mean, it, it is better than the destination because it's, it's bad. My wife cannot
1: stand when I ask the question because she's like, you know, I'm thinking about going overseas. And she was like, okay, you know, Greece, what do you think? Well, what'd I say? I said, who's going? She said, me, is that enough? I was like, I want to know who else, who is going, that's because right. I'm basically on what I'm reading. I gave her the sermon. She's like, I'll get a list. I'm like, get the list. I want to know who's going.
0: I it does matter. Blame either. Jesus. I, I. That's the way I'm looking at things. Hey. So a couple of things I want to mention here, At the we're almost out of time. Are we almost out of time? We are almost out of time. So uh, Lisa and I are going to be in Ocean City, New Jersey on August 28, 29. That's a Saturday and a Sunday at the Ocean City Tabernacle. I've never spoken in a place that called themselves a a tabernacle. I kind of like it. It's an old term from the Old Testament. Ocean City Tabernacle... Uh, we're doing a marriage thing on the 28th and then I'm preaching on the 29th. So you can check out their website to get details. But if you're in that area, I don't know what's surprising to us. You know, we're down here in West Monroe, Louisiana. You know, you had to drive somewhere like you think about going to Dallas or something. It's a long trip. But up in the Northeast, I mean, like we're flying into Philadelphia to get to New Jersey. In my mind that because, you know, we, we got to drive a while to get to another state down here. But they're just you know well, you, you an need, hour and a half. You're wherever you're in any, You're in ten different states. You, you need
1: to give them the lesson we just gave. Because look, I looked up the definition of tabernacle: a fixed or movable habitation, typically of light construction.
0: Hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just it's a like big a tent. little house that
1: people <laughs> inhabit
0: in. Maybe or it's things. Maybe it's a tent. In Ocean
1: City. I'm gonna find out. So I'll, you I'll, need to go with the Hebrews three four. <laughs> Every house is built by someone because we're talking about where in a place, but God is the builder of everything. And then he said, But you are his house That's right. because Christ lives in us.
0: And we are a tent. We are a tent. You know, We are a temporary. We're only here no for doubt. a while. And then we've got eternity. The last thing I want to mention is don't forget, uh, we haven't uh, mentioned this in a while, your daily fill, which is Dad's devotion 100 days of truth and freedom to heal America's soul. You get the Walmart only. So if you hadn't gotten that yet, check it out at Walmart. Jason, anything you need to announce? No, it's actually the innermost shrine.
1: So make sure Jesus is at the center of your... Well, he will be
0: at the center of my my talk. I can guarantee you that. No,
1: I've got to take a couple weeks mm -hmm. off and rest up. So uh, see where I'm at. We're
0: trying to let you guys know when our appearances are. So anyway...
1: I don't know is the answer.
0: And thanks, by the way, all you that send in the names. You made my day. I laugh so hard, so I can't wait to hear what Missy thinks I will say this. I will be somewhere probably
1: near you in the coming weeks. I just have no idea <laughs> when that will be or where. So, look, check your local stuff. <laughs>
0: so helpful. Thanks for listening to The Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube